This month's podcasts are sponsored by Aubergine Legal. Do you sometimes worry that your business isn't meeting all its legal compliance requirements and wonder if you're ticking all the legal boxes? Are you losing sleep worrying about a piece of legislation that you may or may not be complying with? Perhaps you need some help with your client contracts or your data protection compliance. Or maybe you're worried that your website doesn't have the right documents or legal notices in the right place. Perhaps you have a brand that you want to protect with a trademark. How about if you could outsource it all and eliminate all of your worries? If so, then get in touch with Aubergine Legal, a friendly commercial legal consultancy offering practical and clear commercial legal advice without the overwhelming legal jargon, taking the worry away and helping you to protect your business and minimise your risks. Aubergine offers a free 30-minute consultation if you have any questions or want to find out if they can help. And you can access this link and book your free 30-minute call via the link in the show notes. Welcome to the Bring Your Product Ideas to Life podcast. Practical advice and inspiration to help you create and sell your own physical products. Here's your host, Vicky Weinberg. Ruth Bussey is the founder of Ink and Scribbles. Ink and Scribbles creates emotional intelligence workbooks, journals and printable resources for children. She knows how influential parenting approaches and the conversations we have with our children about emotions are for nurturing future generations and aim to support both parent and child through her products. So we had a really interesting conversation. Ruth sells a combination of digital products and physical products, um, which she creates herself. We haven't actually spoken that much about digital products before, so I, I hope you're going to find that aspect of it really really interesting. Um, Ruth's business is still fairly new and she's going to talk about um, sort of the early stages and getting herself set up and um, there's definitely lots to learn so I really hope you enjoy this conversation with Ruth. So hi Ruth, thank you so much for being here. Hello. Could we start please by you telling us a bit about yourself and your business? Yeah of course. Um, So I'm Ruth um, and I founded Ink and Scribbles um, which is an online shop where, where I sell um, activity books, essentially, um, and printable resources that um, support children's emotional development and awareness. Um, I, I've designed them, uh, my resources, to um, help parents. I basically give to give parents tools um, that will help them nurture and support um, their children and build a connection with them. Um, and, and sort of help them understand them um, and, and their emotional landscape. Um, so it's kind of like a two-way thing, what, what I've created. Um, and it's sort of, it, you know, it's giving the parents the tools, but it's also helping the children feel understood um, and empowered themselves. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's, that's me. Thank you. And what ages are your products for? What age do um, for? Kind of the primary age range is, is where um, it's aimed at. So anywhere between about five um, and 11. Um, and, and sometimes some of them kind of, you know, lend themselves to, to slightly older children. Um, okay. but, but essentially that, that primary age range. And can you tell us a bit about some of your products? Just describe what's the one or two of them so people get a really good idea about what it is you, you have in your range. Okay, so um, uh, I'll talk first about... Um, one of the activity books, which is called The Little Book of You, Me and My Feelings. And that, that one really sums up what I do. Um, it is full of, um, it's got several sections in it. Um, and it kind of takes the parent and the child 
um, through a journey together. Um, it, it starts with uh, like relationship building activities, just starting conversation. Um, then it kind of goes into a, into a section where um, you can help your child understand themselves. Um, so it's, it's kind of about learning who they are and um, growth mindset, um, accepting themselves. Um, and then there's um, resources in there that help you emotion coach. Um, so teaching, you know, giving you the, the words and the tools to help teach your child what's going on when they have big feelings. Um, and then there's gratitude section in there where you do it together, not just the child on their own, you do it with them. Um, so you can both fill it in. Um, there's a section then that's like a weekly journal. So it's kind of like a um, teaching them a, a well-being tool. So you're actually kind of supporting them with something that will last, um, you know, into their sort of uh, into the future, something they can use uh, and come back to. Um, so that's kind of jam packed with with lots of um, resources for, for the parent, but also the child as well. And I, I each each section is introduced with a, a parent kind of explanation and also a child explanation. So um, that that book, I feel really, really um, sort of encapsulates what Ink and Scribbles is all about. Um, and then I've got another activity book, which is called My Really Angry Book. Um, now that one, I think anger is something that lots of parents struggle with. Um, and yet it's really normal for, for us to feel angry. Um, so that one is very, it's more, um, it's directed more to the child, but with all my books, it's about um, doing it together. It's, they're all designed for the parent to do with the child and work through it together. Um, and that one, like many of the others, starts with a sort of um, the first section is all uh, activity based um, and it's about exploring, you know, how you feel when you feel angry. Where do you feel it? Um, how does it look to you? Um, exploring your triggers, um, where those feelings come from. Um, so the aim is to kind of um, really get that self-awareness because I think even though they're children, you can help them get that self-awareness, even, even quite young children. Um, and then there's a sort of uh, a space towards the end where they have, um, they have space to explore those feelings. So it's kind of like a, you know, like a, not a journal, cause it's not, it's not structured, but just free space to kind of express themselves and express um, their emotions. So it's kind of a, uh, a safe space to go to, um, to to delve into those feelings, those big feelings that children have. Um, so yeah, those th those are two two of the things that I've got in my online shop. Well, thank you, thank you for, for talking us through them. I think that's just really useful, so people can get a really good idea. Um, mm -hmm. And I think yeah, these are so needed because I think emotions is something that's quite hard to talk about with your children, and yeah, yeah to work yeah. I think emotions is a topic that's that can be quite tricky to know how to handle because you always wonder if you're doing it right right way yeah um, exactly yeah which is kind of where it all comes from um for me in terms of starting and find uh, founding Ink and Scribbles was um my own daughter who um was as a toddler not challenging I mean toddlers are always challenging right but um yeah 
it was hard and she was intense. And at the time, I didn't realise why. So I was just implementing all these sort of traditional parenting approaches that um, really just didn't feel right. And that's where it, where my kind of journey began. And I kind of researched and, and looked into things and discovered that actually she is what they call a highly sensitive child. And once I knew that about her, it was like a light bulb moment. moment. Um, so I totally changed the way I kind of guided her and parented her. Um, and it's much easier now. She's still highly sensitive. She gets very anxious. It's, you know, there are days where, you know, I try, I try, you know, I'm always conscious of it. I try and practice what I preach, but still there are days where I think, wow, this is tiring. <laughs> How old is she um, now? She's 10 now. She's 10. But she is, you know, she's very emotionally intelligent. Um, that doesn't mean she doesn't struggle with those things, but she's very articulate with how she feels. She can identify why she feels the way she feels. Um, she's she's very good now at managing that. So even though she feels anxious, she can kind of work her way through it, um, which I believe is because of a lot of the work I've done with her and the connection that, you know, our relationship has had. And I think if I carried on parenting her in those traditional ways, um, you know, that I was was using as um, with her as a toddler, we wouldn't be where we are now. And I think we would be um, perhaps more disconnected and not as close. Um, so, yeah, that she, she's kind of my muse, really. So did you create your products initially as resources to use with her? Is that She's definitely been the inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. So the very, you know, <clears throat> my very first um, set of resources that I created, um, the Yumi and My Feelings book was was one of the first ones. And I've put so much into that one. And that was very much about um, things I needed to help her. Um, and so I've got a few books about anxiety <clears throat> and worries and, and um, yeah you know, learnt a lot about how to support her through, through anxiety. Um, you know, because it's easy to tell your kids, you don't need to worry about that, you know, it's fine, don't worry about it, nothing will, you know, nothing will happen, but that doesn't make it go away for her. Um, there's a lot more you need to do with her to, to kind of guide her through it and help her understand why her brain works the way it works, um, which is far more empowering, I think. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, she is my muse. <laughs> so when you started creating the products, um, did you always have in mind they would be for other children and other families or did you create them sort of for your own use is what, yeah, what I'm trying to, to get at? Um, no, I think, I think I've definitely created them with other people in mind um, because, you know, I look back at my journey with her and I wish I'd known yeah. much earlier Um how to have these conversations and what to say and how to explain things um, to her. Um, so yeah, no, they were, they're kind of created um, with a lot of the things I've, I've already done verbally with her. Um, although she obviously is my test. <laughs> she yeah. tests them for me <laughs> and gives me her, her um, opinion on them. And yeah, she, she's kind of, she's almost part of the journey with me. She knows what I've, what I've created and, and um, puts a little input into it for me. So, uh, yeah. 
it's yeah special yeah yeah thank you so what was it that made you decide actually I'm going to create these as well I was gonna say as a business so first so did you decide you were going to create these and sell them as a business or was it more that you wanted to help other families and the business bit came next how did yeah how did that come it, about you know it's it's kind of just been a very organic thing actually um we um we we actually lived in Australia for for nearly six years and um when we moved there my daughter was only I think she was 20 months old so a lot of that really intense journey with her that really difficult bit when she was a toddler was on my own like we had no family kind of support well we did we had some family support but my sister-in-law had her own toddlers um they lived there too and um yeah she was in her own (laughs) yeah you know her own difficult phase with her own yeah you know young children but we you know my my parents still lived in the UK so there was no grandparent support and um yeah it, it when you live somewhere um overseas and your your sort of friendship group become your family and I had um some really good friends over there all going through the same stuff and um I they they kind of told me once that I was the wise one in the group and I think it's just my natural um strength that I have that I'm quite intuitive when it comes to understanding children um I taught primary school for 10 years before we moved over to Australia and um yeah I I I think that's always been my strength the kind of analysis of what's going on here and you know the sort of psychological although I never trained as in psychology I think I've always had a a lean in towards that um so yeah so I think I always used to help my friends along a little bit when they were having sort of difficult times with their children and and their big feelings and um yeah so I think when when we moved back to the UK I wanted to do something um that was family friendly you know in terms of work and um I didn't want to go back to teaching um and working in a in a classroom um just just for the family dynamic um and what worked for us as as a family so um came up with this idea that this is what I wanted to do and I wanted to create this stuff and um yeah then it's just kind of grown organically really um it began with the idea of printable resources and um yeah then kind of has kind of grown out to doing um activity books as well um and now I offer both both elements Thank you. And thank you for explaining about your background as well, because I've been dying to ask about that. I was just waiting for the right yeah. point because I really, I really wanted to know what you did before this. And yeah, yeah. that makes total that makes total sense to me that, yeah, you've got all that experience working with children and then with yeah. your sort of your own experiences as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you started off just selling. Um, were you selling or were you or were you offering um, doubt principles at first? So were you- uh, Principal, yeah, principals selling them. Um, I started out on Etsy, um, knew that that was, you know, a place where lots of people sold printable, printable products. Um, so, yeah, just kind of started out on there, not really knowing much about it. Um, should have done a lot more research <laughs> on how to launch an Etsy shop. Um, so, it, yeah, it's taken a while probably to get to to where I am now and it, it probably could have been a shorter journey but that's okay um you know it's yeah the journey is is being part of it and it's yeah it's um yeah it's um 
it started out there and it's kind of grown um, along along with that. I've started my own website um, where um, I, yeah, I kind of direct people to, to that through um, the social media platforms and um, yeah, still, still on, on a journey with it, still on a roller coaster, but um, it looks a lot different to how it began. And so what would you have done differently? So you said that you could have got to where you are quicker. So is there anything that really sticks out in your mind as, or, you know, if you would had your time again, you would do differently? Um, yeah, I just think I would have done, a, I would have learned about um, an online business. Um, I kind of, I think I was just a bit naive. I just thought, oh, you know, I'll open up an Etsy shop and we'll just see how it goes. And um you know, I've been quite lucky in that my husband um, has a job where I could take time to kind of explore and, and play around, which I think um, in some ways, you know, meant that I didn't have a timeline, um, yeah. you know, to, to get it moving. Um, and I also think um, just my own confidence levels, you know, I wasn't that confident, I think, in the beginning that what I was offering was um useful enough or you know um good enough and I'm a bit of a perfectionist so in terms of putting yourself out there that can be really hard you know you you're you you sort of fear the rejection or the the sort of failure so I think alongside it all there's been a real kind of personal growth for for me um and yeah so now I'm I'm you know I've kind of finished this year feeling really confident in what I create and what I offer people and um, how it helps. Um, and obviously as you go along and you get people's kind of feedback and you get reviews from people, which has always been super positive, um, that feeds into, into um, my kind of confidence with it. So I, yeah, I think I just wish I'd learned more about e-commerce um, and just believed in myself a bit more to be honest. Well, I'm glad you've got the self-belief now. That's fantastic. And also, I guess one of the best ways you could argue to learn anything is by doing it. So, and I think, yeah, I I certainly would say that it's better to kind of do it and learn as you go than to spend, you know, months and months sort of doing the learning, but not actually doing any of the doing. So it sounds actually like you've done the right thing. You've learned as you've gone, which. Yeah. You know, and I, I think I kind of played small to begin with and, um, I've watched other people, you know, I, I, you know, kind of follow people on social media and, and, and learned a bit from them and kind of gained inspiration from, from them. Um, so yeah, in some ways I think it's absolutely been perfect. It's been my journey and that, and it's been kind of slower than it could have been, but that's okay. Um, uh, in other ways, I think, yeah, I should have learned more sort of first. Um, but I don't have any regrets. Good. about the way it's kind of come about yeah good and so what when and how um did you make the change from just selling printables to deciding you were going to sell sort of physical copies as well um quite early on um I just ha- I just quite like the idea of people having something in their hands mm. I think um so printables are great because I love them because there's no kind of work to do after somebody has kind of downloaded it um and and so it's very passive in that way um which is awesome um but I don't know I just I like the idea of 
somebody holding something that's yeah. come from my hands and you know and I send it out to them um yeah there's just something nice about that um so yeah we quite quickly kind of got into that however I started um with hand making my own books and binding them myself um and this time last year I had just a crazy few weeks in the lead up to Christmas where I'm printing my own um activity books and binding them and I just realized you know what one this isn't scalable like I can't I'm limited you know I I can only I can only do so much as one one person with my little office printer and um I, it would used to stress me out, you know. Yeah, I <laughs> and, totally and, see that. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, being being a bit of a perfectionist, you know, if the binding wasn't quite right, I'd end up taking the binding off and redoing it, and um, you get a lot of waste. And yeah, it 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 wasn't it wasn't feeling good. So um, this year has really been about uh, moving on to getting them printed for me by a professional printer, and so I've really kind of up leveled everything um on that front so yeah it feels this year has been really positive actually in lots of ways despite pandemics and homeschooling and you know all the other stresses that parents have had this year and Um, I guess given some of the extra stresses people have had this year you know there's probably more of a need for your products than before perhaps as well yeah I, I I think um I think back in March when everything hit it all went very quiet and then April it all just went mental. <laughs> uh, I think everybody just was in shock for a few weeks when um, when this pandemic hit. And, and then April, obviously, you've got a lot of kids that uh, are anxious and um, worried and overwhelmed. And, you know, I, I, I imagine there's been a lot of stress in a lot of households with everyone trying to find the dynamic, you know, you know, to, to sort of all be together for such extended amounts of time. And I, I, sometimes, I think... I think like a lot of parents would have, you know, being at home with your children, homeschooling them and spending that much time with them, which we're really not that used to. You know, normally they're at school for six, six days and you only have to deal with these sort of few hours at the end of the day. So I think it perhaps brought, um, you know, emotional needs of um, children to the forefront of their parents' minds, you know, um, because it's right in front of them all day yeah and I also think depending on the age of your children they have their own anxieties and concerns and worries about the situation as well because I think depending on their age of um their age affects how much they knew about the situation and therefore probably how much it worried them or didn't worry them yeah absolutely Um, yeah so I think yeah and also as obviously as adults we were all going through our own things as well you know whether it's concerns about health or family or work or whatever so yeah it's Yes, and I think I think then you lo- you're you're looking for something, aren't you? You're looking for something to um, help you to help your child because you're actually yeah. dealing with all your own stuff, you know. So um, you haven't really got the same sort of headspace, I suppose, to um, to deal with your, your your child's in the way that you might have done previously. No, and and also as you say, you had a lot more time to deal with your child as well because they were just there all of yeah. the time. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. In fact, when you were talking about you printing and binding your products, the first thing that flashed into my head, and I don't know why, was during homeschool, my pet hate was the printing. We had so much printing to do, and it was just the bane of my life. And so when oh. you were talking about printing your books, I was thinking, I can't think of anything worse. That was the worst thing for me about homeschooling. Just and, printing. you know, it, it's just the way, isn't it, that, you know, you've got loads of things that need printing off, and that's when your printer decides it's not going to work, you know, or... Um, yeah yeah the ink runs out and you know or it's blocked and you've got to clear the print head and oh it's yeah it's not fun <laughs> no definitely not <laughs> so how does um it work now do you get your printing done on demand from a printer or do you ha- or do you print off batches so you've got the ready to send out how do you do it now yeah so I print off batches um I found uh, a couple of printers that I've tried out and um yeah Found, found a few that I like and it's it's pretty easy to do and um, they've got a pretty quick turnaround so you know because you know at the moment where um, Ink and Scribbles is you know there's only you, you, you know I'm not at the point where I'm buying in thousands and thousands of books in a in a yeah. go you kind of so I need it to be quite quite quick and um, they can generally turn it around in about three days of me placing an order so um, that that really works and um quality I'm really happy with and um yeah it's it's there's something really satisfying about seeing something you know that you've created um come to life and and be printed in such a lovely way yeah I agree I love that and that's one of the things I love about selling products is that you can actually have something you can actually hold and you other people can hold and have in their homes and yeah yeah my my husband um he's he runs his own business and he's done an MBA and he keeps saying to me printables printables it's you know it's got it digital is the way forward and you know it's passive and it's you know it's yeah such little stress you don't have to do anything and or go to the post office or um and I'm like I know but I just so like the idea of a child holding my book and you know yeah and then sat there with their mum as a customer I think yeah I think I can totally see how for a business printables is easier but as a customer I know I would much prefer that someone else do the printing and binding for me and I receive the finished thing in the post yeah yeah and I guess so what you're doing is okay so it's not as easy for you but it's making your customer's life so much easier and I mm. think that's yeah that's the thing to keep in in mind because yeah. so many people just don't want the hassle do they of printing no, it no that's right and you know themselves. not everybody has a printer at home yeah. anyway um so I think I think I've kind of got the right um yeah it's quite a nice uh, balance between the two I I you know every um area of kind of emotions that I you know that you can think of I, I kind of cover so whether it's just um big emotions in general um or whether it's anxiety or whether it's kind of anger specifically there's there's a range of things in both book format and in printable format so if somebody comes into my shop they can really you know choose what works best for them yeah you know there's a lot of you know like on Etsy it's a lot of American um customers a lot of American shoppers so um I think for them sometimes rather than paying the the postage printed something off can work you know so um yeah it's a good balance I think yeah and out of interest what is the split of downloads purchases versus sort of the physical the physical products I'm just really I'm just really curious um I would say at the moment printables is bigger um 
it's a, it's a funny balance, isn't it? Because printables, you know, they cost less. Um, so, but they, you know, the margin for me is bigger than a print, than a, a, um, a physical product, um, which costs more to buy, if that makes sense. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, so yeah, I'd say more, more downloads at the moment, but a lot of my, a lot of my sales still come through Etsy at the moment because that's where I've really put all my effort um, in the last sort of 18 months. It's only recently that I've started to work more on the website as I've got braver and uh, putting myself out there um, and showing up on social media a, a little bit more. I'm still not brilliant at that, but um, yeah, that, that started to come, to come in a little bit more uh, through the own website. But at, Etsy I kind of I think that's where I started out on Etsy because it feels like you can hide behind the the marketplace a little bit you know um that suited me as a introvert (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm totally with you on that yeah it makes sense but it's good to have your own website as well because you know if people want to know more about you then obviously they can go over there but I think it's what works I mean if you're making sales on Etsy there's no point sort of saying well I'm not going to do that anymore I just want people to shop on my website because let's face it people are going to buy where they buy yeah and I think the good thing about Etsy is um from what I've learned about it and I'm by no means an expert but um uh, what comes through Etsy is completely organic to Etsy so people are on there searching on Etsy so I've done no work to get them other than having set up everything in the first place so that can almost kind of do its own thing and and almost form like the foundation for me to then spend time on on other things like the the website um which I I feel like I've got to you've got to do more to drive people to come to you um yeah to your own website that may, I know what you mean so I haven't sold on Etsy but from what I understand if you set your listing up well and you have all yes. the right search terms yeah. and things in there then people yeah come that come to Etsy will find you or should find you yes and I from what I've learned about it and like I said I've started off thinking naively people would just appear and they don't there's a science to it and you've got to that's you know you've got to do your research on on how to sell on Etsy and when you've got things right they they find you like I get I get daily sales through Etsy um now (laughs) now I've I've learned about it but you know in the beginning you you know you can't just list things um and hope for the best it just people you know you go weeks and weeks and weeks with nothing um so yeah yeah it, it it's I think some people like it some people don't I think if you have done your research and you know how to use Etsy um it it's good yeah I think to be honest that's the same with a lot of marketplaces because I sell a lot of my products on Amazon and it's exactly the same if you do it well and you get everything set up and you launch mm. well then you know you should be making sales daily yeah, yeah. Um, but you can't just throw a listing up on any marketplace I believe and just expect people to find you you do yeah. have to put the work in as well which yeah. I think is sometimes what people I think it's a common misconception I think that you can just put a listing up anywhere and people yeah. will just find yeah. it yeah and I think that's where a lot of people um or you know certainly with Etsy and I'm sure it's the same on places like Amazon as well people just fall to the wayside and or give up um, and they think it doesn't work um, but it, yeah I think it can for sure yeah I think it's just like you say it's about putting the work in because it gets harder all the time because there are more sellers all the time yeah yeah definitely and I think you know it's um, you know it's such an open space you know online um, 
online shops and online marketplaces people find you recreate what you've done you know you've kind of got to keep ahead of the people that are copying I suppose and or, or sort of taking your ideas um, and making making their own versions yes yeah and I guess that's also I guess is that's probably a big thing with downloadable or printable content as well that yeah it's it's kind of a risk that I've basically I've kind of balanced um and thought you know what it'll happen um I had it happen this year actually um back in the spring where somebody contacted me and said somebody is um selling your stuff so they'd actually bought downloads from my shop and then were selling it via Facebook um but they, they were doing it to several um Etsy shops so people were, were already onto that person and had reported them um but you you know I think I think if you're not original and you're not uh, the, the original creator, um, you're always you're always kind of behind. You, you can't you can't offer what the person who's come up with the idea in the first place can offer. So I think, um, you know, yeah, they can take it. But hey, you know, it's my idea. My you know, my ideas will always be better than somebody who's trying to Absolutely. kind of copy them. Yeah. And it's very clearly yours as well. And you've got the knowledge and the background and you've put all the work into the research and the creative process and all of that. So yeah, you're yeah. sort of miles ahead yeah. of anyone else. Yeah. And, ha- and have you, or do you do it, do anything to protect your intellectual property? Is that what they call it? Yeah. So I, um, basically on my, all my downloads, I just put the copyright, um, you know, on, on each sort of page, um, or, or as much as I can on the pages, um, you know, just uh, the copyright sign and, and ink and scribbles, but, and then just make it really clear in the, the graphics um, on my listing that it's not for commercial resale. Um, they get like a download license kind of information sheet, which says the same, but I think some people are just really cheeky and if they're going to yeah. do it, they're going to do it anyway. And there's not masses you can do about it, unfortunately, but um, yeah, that it's only happened once. So, and I think she got closed down. So, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure there are channels you can go down to to stop it as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, day to day, are you? So you're selling your printed products and your downloads. Are you um, doing any handmade products at all now? Or have you no, completely stopped those? No. Yeah, that was my aim by the end of this year was to come away completely from from anything sort of, uh, that I hand make myself. So no, it's all outsourced printing now, which is which is nice. It just it feels like this Christmas has been better than last Christmas, but it's been far less stress and kind of little, far little, um, yeah, work for me, I suppose, in terms of getting, you know, because I've still got all the mum stuff to do as well, you know. Yeah. Um, dinners and school and reading books and all of that stuff. So, um, it's yeah, the balance has been really good this year. Oh, that's and well done. That's amazing. So that was a really big go, I guess, to have everything um, yeah done by yeah. the end of this year and I've still got so many ideas you know that um, like my husband says to me stop coming up with new stuff like just get out there with what you've already got you know? <laughs> and you know that stuff can kind of keep coming you know but I I love the the content creation I love that stuff so um I I always get pulled into that probably more than I should he's like you need to market more you need to go <laughs> you need to be concentrating on marketing um so yeah, that that's my aim for next year is to um, 
you know, now that I've now that I've up leveled everything and I've upgraded it all and, and everything looks really good now, I feel really confident with it all. Um, I feel more uh, more able to really push forward on the on all the marketing side of it. Um, so, yeah, hopefully I'll do a better job of that next year. I can see, though, why that would be a constant juggle between marketing what you already have and putting out new things that you're excited about. I can totally see that yeah. that must be hard to get the balance of that right. Yeah, I do. I, I you love... could just bring it out. You could just keep bringing out new products, couldn't you? Yeah. And, and actually, that's the good thing about doing a printable range is that um, I can do that quite easily. I can create it and I can list it. I don't have to wait to finance it. I don't have to... Um, you know, go into my sort of little pot to um, to kind of buy more books in to kind of you know grow it that way. Um, so yeah, it, um, yeah, it, it, printables work uh, in terms of the content creation. And also, before we wrap up as well, did you want to talk about the Mama Haven? Yeah, I... the the um, so on my website, um, I've created an area um, called the Mama Haven, which is. It's, I'm building it at the moment, but um, I think that you can't really separate your own um, emotional growth and your own um, personal growth and, and awareness. And I think we're all on a journey. And even though we're adults, we're not, you know, we're not always at our final destination, are we? Kind of on in terms of emotional health and emotional um awareness so the the mama haven's really going to be a place where i'd like to help mums specifically because you know let's not pretend like we do most of the kind of you know we're the we're the front person aren't we when it comes to the the parent inside of stuff um most of us i think anyway um we we you know we're the ones that tend to do most of the emotional support um you know, my, my husband does a lot with our children, um, but there are some, there's always a point where he goes, I have to walk away now, you know, I can't, I can't deal with this yeah. anymore. Um, so, yeah, so I think the mother, the Mama Haven will be um, somewhere where, where mums can go to get support um, through the hard bits to help them work on their own um, growth, to do a bit of reparenting themselves, you know, to work out why, things might be hard for them. Um, so, you know, if your child is struggling with anger, you might really find that hard and you might get angry yourself and it might just all be really um, kind of conflicted. Um, so it'll, it, there'll be things in there that help with that. Um, but also just, you know, helping you develop your own um, approach with your child and be intuitive. Um, you know, finding what works for you. Because I don't, I don't think there's one method that works for everybody. I think it has to be based on your child and your child's relation, uh, personality and also your personality and how you can come together. Um, and somewhere where mums can find reassurance, you don't have to be perfect. This isn't, this isn't a black and white kind of thing. Um, I think with parenting, it's it's about how you can do it to the best of your ability um, and knowing that you're always going to grow. And you, what you know now um, is what you know now. And there's always space to move forward. 
thank you and so when do you expect that will be live Ruth um well there's there are some things on there at the moment um but just as I create things they'll be added to it but um everything in there will be um printable resources that's I don't have a a plan to make anything physical at the moment um but I'm planning workbooks um that you can download and work through uh, there's one on there already about anger and how to work through um that and and they're quite in depth a bit um you know guiding you through um your childhood and and how that's um brought you to where you are now um in terms of these different emotions and helping your child with them um and eventually I'd really like to do um uh like coaching um and coaching um mums I think I did I did I mean because of my teaching background it really appeals to me to coach children but I think like I said you can't really separate a mother and a child um in terms of emotional well-being you know how we are and how emotionally aware we are um has a huge influence on our children and their journey um so yeah I think I think the mother particularly, although obviously um, dads are crucial too, but I think helping the mum work through this stuff is really where um, I feel most, uh, I really feel quite passionate about that because I think that's where um, we're really going to make the difference to the future um, and to create, you know, a better future. Um, It comes down to us and what we do now and the conversations we have with our children today. Definitely. Yeah. I, I think you realise that, don't you, when you become a mother, like the what a responsibility you have, because how you bring up your child has an impact on how they will be as an adult and how they will then potentially yeah. bring up their children. And, yeah, it has a huge knock on effect. Absolutely. Well, and I, yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. It's been um, fun. And I will make sure I include the link to the Mama Haven in the show notes as well. So coming back to your to your product. So do you do the design yourself, Ruth? No, so I I cannot draw. I <laughs> I I'm a creative in lots of ways. I I'm a bit of a hobbyist photographer. Um, yeah, I, I do have creativity in my bones. However, I can't draw. So um, I buy those on a commercial license. Um, however, that uh, at some point my plan would be to have uh, the whole thing kind of designed. Um, with you know some sort of streamlining through it somebody that takes the whole lot and and links it all and and um, I have somebody kind of do the graphic design on it but um, yeah so I've pulled it all together so where I place it all and and the look of it um, is all down to me and the and the writing the content in it is is all me but the actual graphics um, that they're on a commercial license at the moment oh well I still didn't realize how much you do of it though wow yeah, I know, all all on my own. It's like, yeah, it's been a huge job. It's very rewarding. Uh, like, you know, I look at it now um, and think about where I began and it, I, yeah, I do give myself a pat on the back for that. Yeah, you should. I mean, I've looked at your products <laughs> and they do look really good. And I had assumed, which is why I asked, that you had somebody that was sort of helping out with the layout and that kind of thing. So No, wow. no, all me. But again, that's, you know, that's been... A big part of the journey as well you know how can I make it look more appealing and you know um yeah I guess you you know you look at other people's 
things, I suppose, and you, you learn about um, what looks good. Um, and I think the photography side of it helps me a little bit with that, I suppose, you know, a, a bit of an eye for what might look appealing. Yeah. And as you say, it's the nice thing about this kind of product is you can always evolve and you can always sort of redo things and just keep continually working on them. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think that that's a big part of it for me in terms of going forward with somebody doing, taking it all and and doing a whole design is that at the moment I have complete control over it all. And I, I think I must be a control freak because I really like that, (laughs) that, you know, I, I quite, even now, sometimes I'll, I add things in to, you know, before I put it in, you know, a book into another print run, I'm like, oh, that could really do with having this or that I need to change how I've said that a little bit. Um, and I, I tweak it and add to it. But I'm hoping that one day I'll get to a point where I, I go, you know what, this is this is great as it is. And it can it can go out to to somebody to to sort of do all the graphic design on it and, and, and go for a, a big print run yeah. that can't be changed. <laughs> no. Well, that's a good goal, isn't it? That's a good thing to sort of work yeah. towards. Yeah. Okay, so just a few more questions before we finish up, if that's okay, Ruth. So can you, I mean, you have touched on this already, but can you tell us some of the things that you love about your business? Um, I I do, I love the creative side of it. Um, I think, you know, as you go, as you kind of get older, you know, and I'm I'm 41 now, so I think I've just come to a point where I realised that actually doing something creative really is good for the soul, you know, there was, you know, many years where I didn't have that kind of element to my life. And um, I, I, I really enjoy that. Um, and I think, um, it, you know, the, the, the um, ability to sort of express myself, I suppose, and um, have a outlet for um, the overwhelming pressure of motherhood is probably quite therapeutic I think for me um you know that that like you you know you said earlier about when you become a mother you really have this weight of responsibility that you had no idea about before you held that little person in your arms you know and um I think this has been very therapeutic to kind of give me that outlet to really and to think things through you know how I parent my own child you know I really um yeah I I make this my job you know um so that that I really love about it and then above all you know when you get a review from somebody that says how much it's helped their child um yeah there's not really many things in in life that feel as good as that you know yeah it's amazing the impact you must be having on all those other families is just if you think about it that's huge yeah I hope so I hope that you know everything that I've learned and all the research that I've done and um the time I've spent learning um parenting books and um I've learned about NLP and CBT um to, to sort of um, inform everything that I create um yeah I hope that I can pass on something that that really makes a difference in in someone else's home and just one final question before we finish Ruth so what would your number one piece of advice be to anyone else wanting to create their own products to sell I think that I would say, um, going back and touching on what we were saying earlier, um, learn, research first, do your research first, but then just do it. 
and you know don't um put pressure on yourself um to make it one way or another just be on the journey that's great advice thank you so much because you're right I mean everything can change and everything will change um yeah I think I don't I don't know of anyone that I've spoken to who said yes I got everything right first time I just yeah yeah. it's always a a journey yeah you have to accept that it's not always going to be perfect it's not always going to go exactly how you want it to go it can't you know people aren't you know they're not always going to get your thing in the post it might get lost and that's okay or yeah you know just things like that that bother me they bother me and I have to learn to kind of just embrace that and learn it you know use it as a learning opportunity yeah thank you so much for your time today Ruth um where is the best place for people to come and find you um probably the best place to come and find me is over on Instagram and you can find me at ink and scribbles kids on Instagram um and that will direct you through to my my shop and um my Etsy shop and my website Perfect. Thank you. And I will link to all of this in the show notes as well for anyone who who isn't writing that down. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I talk a lot on Instagram about I don't talk, you know, it's not all about the products. There's a lot in there about parenting. And um, yeah, I talk a lot about how to help the child, but also about you as a parent, as a mother. And I try and keep it very real Fantastic. So yeah, so any any parents listening, do go over and yeah, have a look. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ruth. Thank you so much for listening to this interview of Ruth and myself. As always, I really hope you've enjoyed it. Please do remember to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. As always, if you want to get in touch with me, you can do so. Vicky at tinychipmonk.com. Have a great week. Look forward to speaking to you soon. If you've been inspired to start a podcast in 2024, I really recommend my podcast host, Captivate. Captivate were my top pick when I started podcasting four years ago because of how easy it was for a complete novice like me to get started. I've stuck with them for the last four years because Captivate is still really simple to use. They keep adding great new features like the ability to share ads like these and they've just been really reliable. So when you're ready to start your own podcast, you can use the link in the show notes and get a free seven day trial with Captivate.